Hey, all you nostalgic music lovers. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of Beverly Hills 90210 from Fox to the CW. I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning, and I've seen them all, and guess what? Today, we're joined by a special guest backed by popular demand. We have Mr. Eric Mickles, host of Radio 64. Huh, yeah, I am. I don't normally <laughs> introduce Radio 64 as such like a hardcore... You know, but it is Ray, yeah. Ray, Radio 64. Yeah. <laughs> Only video game fans will understand this music. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Two video game fans listens to Radio 64. You won't believe what happens next. <laughs> yeah. You can find more about this show and Radio 64 and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Other shows on the network include Three Nice Things, where we force ourselves to say three nice things about a movie with a bad and often earned reputation. I've been there for some stinkers on, on that podcast. Let me <laughs> I, tell me you. Too. I don't accept any responsibility. <laughs> radio 64, featuring video game music remix radio, and previously on X-Men, where we look back on X-Men comics, movies, shows, characters, and more. You know what? This is the first time I've ever put it together, but 90210 was on fox at the same time as the x-men animated series yeah and then huh. the x-men evolution cartoon was on kids wb ah. interesting nice. you know I, I i remember that and i always am waiting for there to be some sort of crossover that i can jump right on but so far i have not i don't think the animated series ever has like luke perry or uh no. Brandon on as a character. I don't think Brandon ever comes on as Cannonball. No, honestly, the only thing I've ever really been able to find that's concrete that combines like the two worlds oh. was Ray Wise, who is in X-Men First Class as, as like a cabinet member, is in both the original 90210 and the CW reboot. Oh. That, that's as close as I could come. I'm sorry. Anyway, outside of the Radio Meanwhile Network, you can find Eric and me on the all the Books Show, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. You can find that every week at soundcloud.com slash allthebooks or wherever you uh, get your podcasts. Mm -hmm. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod, And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. This week, we're discussing the album Beverly Hills 90210, colon, the soundtrack. The soundtrack. Colon is right. More like colonoscopy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dear. Jock, jock. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, let's crack open the West Beverly Blaze. I'm an investigative reporter for the West Beverly newspaper. This album was released on October 20th of 1992. So in the middle of season three, is that right? That's right. Okay, yep. cool. Which is what where we're at right now. So exactly. Yeah. Very apropos yep. of yes. us. Mm -hmm. uh, other albums released in October of 1992 include the soundtrack to Disney's Aladdin. I had that. Perfect. It's your favorite Disney movie. So one Me of your too. favorite movies of all time, right? Mm -hmm. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, Madonna, Erotica. That's R.E.M., Automatic for the People. Why do I know that title? Do you know R.E.M. is a band. No, I know, but I know that title, Automatic for the People. I'm not really that big into R.E.M. Oh, is Losing My Religion on that? I will confirm normally. Is that R.E.M.? That is. What is happening? That's one that's, of those. That's 90s... why you're here, Eric. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. That's one of those '90s songs that I used to hate. I hate the music video, but I I do like that song. Do you now. hate the music video, or are you thinking of that uh, music video I made with the Daredevil movie from 2003? No. Okay. No. <laughs> um, Prince, the Love Symbol album. I was there when Nick decided he was getting into Prince, and in the same day he decided he wasn't that into Prince. <laughs> I never made that decision. You, didn't you buy Purple Rain at a Walmart for like four bucks? Yes. yes, for four bucks. And you're like, this is it. This is what yeah. we get in. Yeah. No? Alright. 
I gave it a shot. Yeah. And that's all you can do, really. That was a long car ride home for some of us who <laughs> knew they weren't big Prince fans. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh The Smiths, there's a light that never goes out. Mm. Was Morrissey still attached to them? Like we know, Eric. I don't I, know. I don't know anything about Morrissey. We'll have to call okay. my sister up right now. Well, no idea. Let's do it. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Insane Clown Posse, oh. Carnival of Carnage. Can I've you never heard of it. Still them. a thing. So much so that like there's still just conventions of people dressing what are they, up like what juggalos. Song, what song do they sing? I, I couldn't tell you the song they sing, but the Insane Clown Posse. They're always just like in their clown makeup. People go as juggalos to juggalo conventions. What's a juggalo? An insane Clown Posse fan. That's what they're called, juggalos. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. And Common, can I borrow a dollar? Can you Eric, borrow a you, dollar? you a fan of any of those albums? Uh, the no. Aladdin soundtrack? Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. The Aladdin Nick, soundtrack. I mean, as a kid, when you got your Disney soundtrack, Nick, where you're always like 15 tracks of just this music. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, and I, I just want songs, please. I know. And I felt the same way about the pop version of whatever the song was oh yeah whenever you I didn't have like the that. end credits theme of a whole, whole new world you're like <laughs> yeah. i don't know who these two are <laughs> no, but they're not you. aladdin or jasmine I learned, I learned that lesson when i bought the spy kids 2 soundtrack mm. i wanted mm. it so bad and then i i got it at a mm. barnes and noble and it was mostly just you know background music yeah. which i didn't want the two songs you might know from rem's automatic for the people are everybody hurts oh mm. That's and, REM? And Man wow. on the Moon. Man on okay. The, how's that one go? Well, say, I put a man on the moon. A man on the moon. What were the uh, what were the Red Hot Chili Peppers doing around this time, Eric? 92. 92? Gosh, I don't know. Uh, this might be... Uh, is, it, is this a dark period? <laughs> no, I don't think it's a dark... Well, you know, they're all dark periods for, them for a long time. <laughs> Uh, it's all I, dark, I, baby. Yeah, you know, I don't know the years released for their 90s, out, their early 90s output. Ooh, that's embarrassing. Give me a second. <laughs> While we're talking about 90s soundtracks that I was definitely listening to in the 90s, uh, the Grease movie, which came out on CD in the 90s, uh, this, the track list for that is insane. It's not in the order that they are in the film. They're all over the place. Love is a mini splitter thing is on there twice, exactly the same. I don't know who produced that soundtrack, what? but it's, cra- it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Blood Sugar Sex Magic is their 1991 album. Oh, you love okay. that album. It's a pretty good album. Yeah. yeah. What's on that album? Under the Bridge. Oh, is that the really only big one on there? No, Breaking the Girl. I always think that one is later. I always think that is more, uh, by the way, I don't know. It's not, I know it's not on By the Way, but I associate it with those songs for whatever reason. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. I would love to, Kendra. This is the first of four official soundtracks for 90210. <gasps> this one was released by Giant slash Warner Brothers, who also oh. put out the follow-up, Beverly Hills 90210, The College Years, in 1994. <laughs> Next, Rhino put out a collection of oldies called Beverly Hills 90210, Songs from the Peach Pit, which came out in 1996. And that one's actually going to be kind of helpful for us because that will actually be the songs that you would be hearing in the episodes without all the like crazy music replacement. Right. This series is haunted by the music replacement because, <laughs> um, you know, like many series of its time, the music was a huge, huge part of it. So I know we're missing chunks of scenes and we're missing dialogue on top of the fact that we get all these like 
weird vanilla songs that people are just like making up in a studio mm-hmm. somewhere to, yeah. to fill it out but chord chord other chord <laughs> yeah exactly but songs from the peach pit actually has the ones that you'd be listening to if we were hearing the, the real stuff so i'm looking forward to getting to that one finally in 2009 CBS Records released the 90210 soundtrack covering music from the CW years. And unlike these early 90210 soundtracks, that was a lot more connected to the music that you actually hear in the show. A lot of these songs, even without music replacement, would have been things that were like just inspired by. Or mm-hmm. I remember for a while they were airing, almost doing like little music videos, sort of like in the end credits. So <laughs> that's how a lot of these are, are connected. Some mm-hmm. actually were performed in the series um, we'll we'll get to that as we go they on. They all sound like they could have been in the series. So That's I true. mean, it it's, it does sound like nine hundred two one zero. Yeah. Yeah, some are better than others. So, yes, uh, that's true. So let's get into this. Let's go through this album uh, track by track. Um, how, how do you, how do you want to do this, Kendra? Are you gonna are you gonna toss in some samples here so people know what we're talking about? Yes, we'll we'll play a li- little little chunk of each one so you can hear a little bit Oof. but i uh you know there are some really good ones on here so i suggest you listen to it the whole album and make some uh make some decisions for yourself 12 and tracks? may i just say nick got me this for uh what was it nick my birthday it was for your birthday yeah i found the picture of you opening it so we'll tweet that out when this episode comes yes and uh i was so excited but just mm-hmm. today today I got, got it back out to listen to it uh well for eric to full listen to it six yeah. months later and uh i was like oh i'll look at the uh the cd book to see if there's any good yeah. information in there <laughs> opened it up it's a freaking poster it is it's it is an amazing the, poster and that poster so excited <laughs> That poster solved a mystery for us because I kept seeing in liner notes and things that they're dressed as they were in the episode from season two, Euphoria, where Emily Valentine gets them all like high. Yeah, um, they and go I to could an not, club. I couldn't figure it out because on the cover of this, they're not dressed like that. I couldn't figure it out, but this poster mm-hmm. we've determined is the outfit from, from Euphoria. So that, that's the connection there. And uh, that poster's going on my wall. You so. were a little surprised to see uh, Andrea leaning on Dylan. Yeah, she is, which is kind of a weird yeah. placement. A lot of a lot of times the photo shoots don't make any sense. You'll see a lot of like Donna and Dylan and like yeah. those characters. Well, never that's probably speak. good for those of us that are watching it, you know, for the first time because it's not giving anything away. True. That's no. true. So it it maintains the integrity of not a two one. Here we go. You definitely premise. want your album booklet to be spoiler free. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's crucial. All right, uh, uh, Nick. Why don't you tell us about the first track on this? Track number one, Ben Time Back Around by Paula Abdul. So this was actually meant to be the lead single for this, but that didn't quite happen with with timing and everything. This was how they happened to snag a Paula Abdul song for this because it was meant to be the lead uh, single. But it's original to the soundtrack here. It appeared here first and didn't actually appear on a Paula Abdul record until a Greatest Hits compilation years later. Mm-hmm. It was going to be... It was going to be like the, the the first track on her third album, I want to say, but they used it for this instead. The so 90s it didn't... were gross like that. That happened to the Chili Peppers. Sold a Squeeze Did was it? released on the Conehead soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And then you had <laughs> yeah, to wait weird. until uh, one of their greatest hits to get that track on an actual yeah. disc. Yeah, so Paula Abdul fans, you know, probably didn't really hear this mm. until that that greatest hits in like 2000. So it's kind of, <laughs> I guess it's kind of a hidden track for uh, Paula oh, Abdul. A deep cut. Exactly. It was written by Elliot Wolf, who wrote some of her biggest hits like Cold Hearted Snake and Straight Up. Uh, Paul Abdul would produce three albums and go on to judge things like American Idol and So You Think You Can Dance. Only three. I know. What? Yeah. 
three. Three albums. Three albums. Yeah. She only has three albums. Three albums in total. Yeah. Which one's the? That's crazy. What song is the one where she's dancing with the cartoon cat? That's oh. straight up. No, that's uh, two steps forward. I don't remember what oh, that's called. Yeah. I take two yeah. steps forward. I take. Uh, you know, if I could, if I can get sad really quick at the start of this, I can't think about Paula Abdul without remembering. Uh, I my stepbrother Benji was like huge into Paula Abdul. He would listen to this all the time. He had the cassettes. We would like look at his keychain collection and listen to Paula Abdul. And he died in a car crash when I was a little kid. Oh, I know. So, but it just forever linked uh, Paula Abdul. And my stepbrother, Brenji, in my head. So this brought back a lot of, like, good memories from that. I, I don't think it quite holds up with Cold-Hearted Snake and Straight Up. But let's, uh, do you want to do a little sample of it, Kendra? Yes, let's do it. Do you, are you a Paula Abdul fan in general? Well, I I mean, I guess apart I just, from the the memories. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just know the hits, Cold Hearted Snake and 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 Straight Up, and the one Eric was mentioning, Forever Your Girl. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I guess I just named four Paula Abdul songs mm-hmm. by name, so maybe I am a Paula yeah. Abdul fan. I couldn't. Maybe. I didn't know who Paula know Abdul was up. until American Idol started. Oh, I didn't yeah, either. Okay. But I was. Oh, I definitely did. I was pretty young did. when American Idol got started, so. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't have known who she was anyway. But. This, like listening to this, it feels it feels very like in line with Paula Abdul tracks from the time. You know, I, I don't mm-hmm. think it was like a crazy departure for her or anything. But like I said, I think it sort of pales in comparison to the ones that were hits. What did you guys think? This is my least favorite song on this album. Oh, really? Gets, I, I still liked it. it. I had a good time. It stuck in my head and I really hate it. So mm-hmm. we're getting the, the one I hate out of the way first. Okay. <laughs> What do you I think, like Eric? You like you it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I like it as much is, as any track on this album. What is she even saying in the chorus? I have to look it up because I can't understand what she's saying. She's saying, bend time back around. Yeah, no, that's true. Okay. <laughs> okay. I noticed it's a little it's a little saltier than, than most of her songs because she says bastard. She Ooh. says, Ooh. and that, I know, but that was kind of like, I was surprised to hear that because mm-hmm. I don't think that she ever really did that, so. Yeah. Anyway, I liked it. I liked it for nostalgic sake, but I would I would certainly put this low on the list of like if I was going to make a Paula Abdul compilation. Yeah, <laughs> this would but be like apparently tracks. if I needed to get somebody to make a Paula Abdul compilation, I should just call you, Nick. <laughs> you know what? I I guess so. It's a skill I didn't realize I had, but there it is. In yeah. the chorus, she's saying, "If you bend time back round, will it bend to me?" I couldn't hmm. understand what she was saying. Will. So. Will the time you will you, you bend it to me? Right. Sorry, if, will you if bend you're it bending to me? time, are you coming back to me? Okay. Huh. What, what does that mean, though? Well, is she important enough that if you bend time, are you coming back to her? How, what is bending time? Look, I'm just trying to dissect. <laughs> yeah, no, Paul I know what Abdul you mean too. I'm not really sure lyrics. what it's what it's saying there. You bend time back around, like you, you go back in time. I mean, it's not as it's not as clear cut as Huey Lewis back, in the news back in time. Just but, say go back right. in time, then. Okay. <laughs> ben Whatever. time back. Okay. No. Should we for each song give like a thumbs I think up, ben thumbs time, down? I think Ben time back around is yes. Danceable, we should. Okay. I would I give this. I, I, I would give this a thumbs, thumbs up. Ooh. Okay. I'm thumbs down. I'll give it a thumbs up. Okay. Boo. I'll give it one cartoon cat thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Eric. You want to tell us about Gotta Have You? By Color Me Bad. Oh, 
band appeared in the season two episode "Things to Do on a Rainy Day." They did not sing the song. <laughs> no, they sang. They sang like three others, uh-huh. but but not this one. I, and I didn't are recognize those songs. This at all. Then still in the episode, they don't take them out. Then those were yeah. yeah okay. We all the color me bad stuff. I mean, they must have locked that down with color me bad so because what, they were actually appearing. So this Paula Abdul song wasn't in the show. I don't think. I mean, if it was, I think it was more like in a, in an ending credit situation. Mm, okay. It was not. I don't remember it ever being like really featured right. in it. All right. Color Me Bad released four albums. The first, CMD, went triple platinum. Their lead single, I Want to Sex You Up, would go double platinum. In 2019, the band performed at the charity benefit for Generosity Water put together by Brian Austin Green. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Brian Austin Green. You said I Want to Sex You Up like you've never heard of that song before. No, I have. I just It just cracks okay. me up every time I have to say it. Okay. Uh, there was a... Um, <laughs> Kendra, Very I think on the you nose. Were there. It was New Year's <laughs> Eve. I was watching this like hundred greatest singles of all time or something, and this song was up there. And they would show you uh, some of the band members like now. And I'm pretty sure Color Me Bad uh, was the guy who now just owns his own tire shop. He's a little, he's a little portly, <laughs> just rolling out tires oh, to customers. Oh, yes, I do remember. And that. he's okay. like, "That was that. That was Color Me Bad." I think it was. I could be wrong. He seemed uh, well. If it was that guy, he seemed pretty over like people figuring out where he is now in life and uh it's a pretty naughty song i mean if you can't tell by the title yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, i mean he says i wanna instead of i want to so yeah yeah that's that's how you know rules are right out the window that's really how you know um i like the song okay i like uh here's what i like i like their their harmonies are pretty good they they do sing in unison a lot and it's like why do you sing in unison with five of you that or four of you that's it's you know i think they were it's unnecessary a one-hit wonder i could be wrong with i want to sex you up yeah Hmm. um i i liked the rap break (laughs) you know what (laughs) i was uh, when i was doing this i was listening with my son and he he would comment on these songs whether i wanted him to or not (laughs) and uh he he was hating this song (laughs) And he was just like, oh, I don't like this song at all. Is it over yet? You know, and I'm like writing notes about it and stuff. And then the rap section came in and he was like, everyone shut up. I have to listen to this. Like he was so he was like, now it's gone from the worst song to the best song. So (laughs) for his birthday, should we be getting him CMD? We should probably just be getting him Color Me Bad. I mean, how much can that cost? CMB. You know what? What are you saying? CMD. Oh, CMD. Yeah, we'll get him. I thought you were CMD by Color Me Bad. Is it or is that a typo? That seems like a weird title. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's stand- I don't know what it stands for. Let's. Are you looking it up? I am looking it up. Okay. Oh, uh, I like when when your son gives commentary because he you know always what? says he always says the the best things. So mm-hmm. would you does. say he says the darndest things? I would. Oh, I definitely would say that. It's CMB, you guys, for color me bad. Oh. All right. Sorry, everybody. Well, CMB. Well, that makes I'm more sense. I'm just reading the notes. What am yeah, I supposed you to are. know about color bad? Yeah. So we're going to get him yeah. CMB. Yeah. yeah. As a yeah. gift. Uh, Nick, how did you feel about this song? Uh, didn't like it. I thought <laughs> I thought it was, uh, I, it, like, you, like you said, I was expecting more harmonies, and the harmonies that were there felt sort of like cheesy 90s harmonies, so I guess that's that's on point. But it almost felt like like it would be in a like a Disney live action movie from the 90s like end credits kind of vibe to me i i just yeah. didn't like it i thought it was i thought it was poppy in a cheesy way you know they had they're doing that whiny kind of voice thing that brian austin green also does when oh he my gosh sings which is yeah. not my not my favorite 
So I I don't know. I don't know if I would give it. I think I'd give it a closer to a thumbs down. Oh, snap. Between a thumb to the side and a thumb down. Okay. Thumbs down for me. I liked it. Did you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I Maybe all this 90s cheese that you guys aren't digging is, is exactly what got me with it. I like the yeah. harmonies. Uh, it, it's just the right amount of like early 90s boy band harmonizing that uh that i can get behind so i'm, I'm giving this one a thumbs up all right <laughs> wow yeah, color yeah. you glad i guess <laughs> all right should we move on to the right kind of love let's do it by jeremy jordan it debuted on this soundtrack and was one of the lead singles reaching number 14 on the billboard charts this it- has a nice uh, picture sleeve cover for the uh I- cd i guess i don't know but it's got him like all there shirtless. Oh yeah, like, that's on that's on the, uh, the poster. The poster on the Good. back. It's got okay. pictures of everyone. And I cool. saw that. I saw that picture, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it would go on to appear in Jeremy Jordan's debut album, "Try My Love." Just go and try it. Jordan re- released two albums and would shift his focus to acting. acting All right, up. let's sample this bad boy. Now, uh, he was in, I know he was in Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore because he has a song on that, on that soundtrack too, but he had a decent amount of credits when I looked it up. So, you know. That's a different Jeremy Jordan. That guy's in Supergirl. Yeah, not, not Jeremy Jordan from like Smash or Supergirl, that sort of thing. Different, different guy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bummer. Um, this song, I don't love it, but it does get, like, it's stuck in my head right now. That, that chorus. This is probably my favorite. On really? This album. On the whole album? You know, but part of it I really think is because I was just like watching them on YouTube. And so I, I watched this music video and it was just hilarious. <laughs> it was just like him on a on a basketball court, like clearly not being good at basketball and like <laughs> intercutting all these scenes. He's just in various degrees of shirtlessness. Uh, had had the 90s hair wall, you know, straight right up. Nice gold chain. Um at one point, the, the girl that he's sort of like, uh, you know, singing this to throughout appears ver- at various times throughout the music video. At one point, she's reading a newspaper. And when the chorus starts, you know, right kind of love, she uh, turns the newspaper around <laughs> and it says, uh, he's a right kind of love was the headline in the newspaper. <laughs> so <laughs> I, the thing is, I wanted to hate it, but I just couldn't. <laughs> And unlike the Color Me Bad track, I was really digging the harmonies in this song. Which is funny because it's just him, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. So was he, do you think he was doing his own harmonies? Oh, or... I mean, I, no. I'm sure he's got a whole studio <laughs> repertoire of, of performers backing him up. Well, I did like the harmonies much better in, yeah, me in too. this one as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the chorus, for the, the verses I could give or take, but the chorus mm. definitely saves it for me. Eric, was was this the right kind of love for you, Eric? So I highlighted the songs that I liked, and I highlighted the songs that I didn't like. Okay. And this song has no highlight. (laughs) It did nothing for me either way. I Did you highlight them with different colors? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) It it was very much in the one ear, out the other. It left no impression on me. If if he is just harmonizing with himself, I don't know. It's... 
Yeah, I would not go out and seek a Jeremy Jordan track after this one. Oh, I wouldn't either, but but I like that chorus. I'm not surprised it only got to 14. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That it got I, on at all. Thumb, an enthusiastic thumbs up for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also give this one a thumbs up. What's the... I guess I'm doing thumb the middle sideways. thumb. The yeah. thumb sideways, which okay. might actually be the thumbs up huh? in Roman gladiatorial Could be. combat. Could be, Look, yeah. either way, the gladiator... No, he put his thumb sideways, and then he would choose up or down, I don't, whether I think they it live was or die. Up. Haven't you seen Gladiator? I think it was sideways or down. No, or he, it put it, or he put it up sideways. Yeah, and in then... the movie, because that's how yeah. we understand it. Anyway, I'm okay. saying the gla- if this song was a gladiator, he can come back next time and maybe okay. it'll impress me, but I'm certainly not giving him an extra sword. My son my son was really digging like the synthy drum beat. Mm. You know, it's it's mm. clearly not a drum. It's like a tss, 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 you know thing. Yes. So, he he liked that. Of, yeah. He liked that quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, a lot of early 90s uh drum yep. machines. <laughs> All right. Next song? Love Is by Vanessa Williams and Brian McKnight. Now, who was familiar? Show of hands. Who was familiar with this song before we got to it on this soundtrack? I was. You I, were. I had heard this song before. Eric? I must have. I must have. Okay. So this this was actually, this was another single, like put out as a single. Mm-hmm. It went to number one on the adult contemporary I'm, charts. Yeah. I'm not surprised. And fun fact about this one, it was featured in an episode of Melrose Place in the first yeah. season, an episode called My New Partner, featured very prominently. Mm-hmm. So, nice. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one time, I used to go to a, I mean, I still do. Back home, there's a, a CD record store called Bull Moose. Yes. And when I was first going there, when you got to the front, uh, they would have mystery bags, and it was just CDs uh, that you didn't know that were inside. But you only paid like $5 or maybe less, and you'd just get a whole bunch of CDs. It's how I got my first Sugar Ray album. It's how I got my first Will Smith album. And it came with a Vanessa Williams album. Oh, that's, wow. That's a pretty... That's a pretty good haul, actually. Yeah, yeah. I did not keep bucks. the Vanessa Williams album. It didn't do the <laughs> same sense. for me as it did with uh, Willennium and uh, Sugar Ray. Well, that's so. fair. Yeah. Hey, we'll, well be talking about listen, Sugar Ray later. We will. Listen, listen in here, Eric, and see if this, this changes your mind, okay? I like it. Thumbs down. This is my favorite song. Oh, re- wow! Album. Really? Okay. I love it. It's no, so, I... it's so fun to sing Good alone for you. in the car. Oh, well, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. The thing is, I guess I wanted them to sing together more rather than just trading off. I get that. And there wasn't a lot of like, I don't know, in duets like this. I guess I'm usually looking for like the power chord where it gets like a huge. And I just really feel like this one never, never quite did that. Can we put Westy on, please? <laughs> He hated it. He had did it. Did he? Oh, yeah, I would have hated this track so oh much when I was gosh. a kid. This is definitely <laughs> the, the end credits jam. of a Disney yeah. movie of your animated film song. Yeah, yeah just slow. And like, what, what does this have to do with any lions? Lion <laughs> yeah. King in this situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe that's what it is. You know, there's it. the Batman movie, Mask of the Phantasm, the end credits start, it also kind of has a very slow jam kind of track that just feels so out of place with it all, but it cracks me up, and I think that's what Love Is reminds me of. Oh, I thought you were talking about Batman that ends in Kiss by a Rose. 
No, that's Batman Forever. Yeah, Batman <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Jeez, Kendra. I'm yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. I just heard Batman. Yeah. All right, so Kendra, this is your this is your singing in the car kind of song. Yes. I okay. really like this song. And okay. I think I think their voices sound good to you. I I agree with you. I I love, you know, a good uh duet yeah. when there's a lot of harmonies going on. <laughs> yeah. But uh I I don't know. I liked them together. This is not going to unseat Islands in the Stream ever. That's that's what I have to say. <laughs> wow. About so that. that's Brian know. McKnight or uh, yeah. Malcolm uh, Michael McDonald. Well, we'll talk about Michael McDonald in a few minutes. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so everybody uh, else. So I, I'm the only one who didn't like this one. All right. Yeah. Listen, you guys, I have to tell you about this next one because I found some crazy things about this. OK, OK, okay go for it. Just want to be your friend by Puck and Natty. Was anybody familiar with Puck and Natty? No, sure it wasn't. Okay. Puck and Natty was a duo made up of rapper Herman Anthony Chun and Stephen Jenkins, better known as the lead singer and guitarist of Third Eye Blind. Ah. Right? I wonder. Uh... So now it makes more sense. It does. Yeah. Uh, yes. This is their only track. And I found this quote uh, <laughs> from, uh, from Stephen Jenkins. He, this was to the San Francisco Chronicle. He said, when asked about this, he said, So you want me to do a song for your TV show that I've never seen? No problem. <laughs> recall Jenkins. It was $7,800 and I bought groceries. <laughs> wow. Where is he Love buying groceries from? Go. In the in 1992, how much is milk? <laughs> I know. Seriously, that's like what, all uh, hazelnuts. What's the, what's what the third doing. I Bly song that I like? All of them. No, but... Semi-charm kind of life. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I thought this track sounded like Sugar Ray. No, that's I just want. It sounded like I Just Want to Fly. Yes, it did. You guys yes. are crazy. Not what? necessarily oh his voice, but no, not the... the voice. Okay, let's listen to it. Do you hear thing. it now? <laughs> I Just Want to Fly by Sugar Ray is one of the greatest compositions by humanity. Oh, that's crazy. And this track is garbage. <laughs> it is. It is. But when he's doing when he's doing his chorus of like, I, I just want to be your friend or whatever, you can sing I Just Want to Fly. You can. Flawlessly. You can. You don't have to do anything. It it's sounds like same. a combination of I uh, I Just Want to Fly and... Uh, so, and semi charm kind of life, actually, oh, it does. If you put those two songs together, that's this is the song you. But get. those are two great songs. Yes, I know. All right. I mean, well, I just want to fly. I hated fine. this song as soon as it came on. I I got out. I had to get out a new highlighter color. It was green. <laughs> Listen, it was a you gross guys, pea green. It, it this song was filthy. Did you pay attention to these words? I did. Not, I tried not no. to pay attention. Oh, oh my me, gosh. I'm gonna look it up. I won't say. Look it, it up. It's it. uh. Just want to be your friend of... by Puck and Natty. Puck yeah. And Natty. Ugh. Where did like those a, names it, come from? It was like a like a Shakespeare pun. Oh, well, I'm glad they oh. went on to do something else. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, also, really when you like listen to song. the lyrics of Semi Charmed Kind of Life, it is filthy and just full of meth. It mm. is. So Semi Charmed Kind of Life, I couldn't believe how filthy it was yeah. when I finally yeah. looked up the, the I, lyrics. I just, you know, usually this show when it comes to this kind of oh, thing, it's it start, very the line vanilla. starts with Turn up the frequalizer. I know. So you know, know, shut up, Puck and Natty. Yeah, go through it sometimes, and and you'll see you'll see what I mean. There's a couple of lines where you're like, okay, all right. I liked this song. I wasn't listening. Now I wasn't listening to the lyrics really, but this is like the like the 
fun jam one on on this no. album. Yeah, look at the they're also stupid. I mean, they are filthy, but they're also dumb. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. slide that booty in my I li- room. I liked it. Is one of the words. I, I think it. I would I would thumbs down this one. I don't see uh, myself yeah. ever thumbs to this. down. Yeah. Well, I okay. give it a thumbs up. No. Right. I I would I would take this off this off the show. I mean, he got he got paid a eight almost $8,000 for this. Yeah. So, pretty good that's more and less than it probably deserves i guess that is a that's a good take i think you get paid eight thousand dollars like i'm gonna buy groceries with this later on i mean this this is funny because this is like him before he hits third eye blind but later in the show and who knows if we'll actually see this but adam levine is in it in his pre maroon five band (laughs) and they they like do a track in it so that's two Hmm. not two and no scooped them first hilarious Yeah. yeah That's hilarious. Yep. All right, yep. so you guys are thumbs down. I'm thumbs up. Correct. Have we agreed on one yet? Have we all agreed on one? I don't think we've all agreed uh, no. on one. Okay. No, we haven't. Okay. All right. Well, next, uh, who who's next? Eric, do you want to tell us about? Sure. Let me be your baby by Jeffrey Williams, an English singer songwriter whose biggest U.S. hit came from his album Bear. It's not a love thing. Hit seventy on the charts. Oh boy! I mean, I guess you know if I had anything hit the top one hundred, that'd be cool. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. that's out of so yeah. many songs. Yeah, and that's bear as in B A R E. Yeah, it's not bear like a grizzly like bear. Like a grizzly bear. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't have an album cover with a grizzly bear on it and a guitar. I thought my son summed this one up perfectly. I was like, "What do you think about this one?" And he said, "Not cool." <laughs> Is this the dun 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 dun? That's the only part about it that I liked. Okay. And that right, well, uh, repeated a lot. But other okay. than that, it left no impression. Let, let's hear it. Let's give it, give it a little taste of that. This was like in one ear out the other. I that this one also got no highlight color. Yeah, because I didn't care about. <laughs> I agree. It. Yeah, I, I agree with come that. Up with feelings either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just so wait, do we all do we all agree on this one? That let me be it's... your baby by Jeffrey Williams is kind of a nothing track. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, agree. Jeffrey Williams. Let's move on to "Saving Forever for You" by Shanice, uh, the lead single from the album and hit number four on the Hot 100 charts. This was the lead single. It was, yeah. Apparently. The music video features Brian Austin Green as Dave. So he is playing David. Did you guys watch the music video? I did, yes. Did you okay. watch the music video? I don't like David. <laughs> I mean, it's he seems way cooler than David, for one. Oh, yes. Yes. But, <laughs> but he is, like, he's in the DJ booth and stuff. And, like, they never oh, say right. David. like DJing. Yes. Oh, yeah. my word. <laughs> but... But like when she starts and she answers the phone, she's like Beverly Hills nine zero two one zero, and then you see David in in the booth several times. So I think he is playing David, or it's at least a meant David-esque to be, yeah, character. a David esque character. Yeah. yeah, they uh they lock him in the booth at the end. That's yeah, funny and turn off the good lights. times. Yeah, Pretty funny. yeah. Um, she was nominated for a Grammy for her track "I Love Your Smile." Aww, I don't think I don't know that song. I don't either, but you know what? Well, let let play a little bit. Play a little bit. You can almost hear David on the track. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. There is no. a guy singing in the background. At David's point, voice so. is actually much more feminine than Shanice's. <laughs> so I think if that was Brian Austin Green. <laughs> Eric, I don't know if you I don't know if you've got this far in the podcast yet, but there was an episode where um you hear David singing, you don't see it. And the closed captioning just said woman singing. <laughs> 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 oh, it was oh. so funny. Oh, anyway, David. anyway. I liked it. You guys, I liked uh, it. Okay, why did you like it? I I don't know. Like, I, I wanted to not like it because it seemed like it was going to be cheesy. Then the more it kept going, I was just kind of like, don't know. I just liked it. She has a really good voice. I will mm-hmm. I will give her. I don't think I know any of her other songs, um, but she is definitely talented. This song, I thought it, was a it does fun. get stuck in my head, the chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it's one of those that you can it's another sing it very loud in the car by yourself songs, mm-hmm. um, but I I don't think I like it overall. Okay, all right, Eric, that's that's your prerogative. Uh, also non highlighted because it did nothing. Not highlighted. Yeah, okay. sorry. I kept wow. listening to it. I was like, is what do I feel about this? And it was just very. If this was on the radio, skip or forget. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is this is a thumbs up for me. Yeah, I guess I give it a middle of the road. Okay. I think I would also give it a sideways, a sideways thumb. For what it's yeah. worth, my my kindergartner's response was, "This is a complete no." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you were writing down so, those reactions. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, Nick. I think you're next. Tell us about okay. all, all the way to heaven. All the Way to Heaven by Jody Watley. So this one, she's got a lot of street cred. She's a Grammy Award-winning artist with an extensive career dating back to early appearances on Soul Train. She received a Billboard Lifetime Achievement Award, and her tracks Looking for a New Love and Real Love peaked at number two on the Billboard charts. Wow. All the Way to Heaven. Kendra, spin it. Thank you. I learned from the best. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. I like this song. I had a good time with it. I think it's a I had a good time with it as well. Mm -hmm. You can bop to it. This is green. That means I I didn't like this song. You didn't didn't like like this one? No. It had kind of a had kind of like a like a bump chicka bump like waka chicka vibe in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It had like a funk flavor to it. Soundtrack. Yeah. Sure. If we're listening to it. I, I like the funkiness. I like to like bwomp, bwomp in the background. Mm-hmm. I, I like this one. This is a All thumbs right. up for me. Is this the one where at one point it's the electric drums are like just like do, 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 do. I can't remember which song that was, but one of them it just comes out of nowhere. Mm. Anyway, yeah, I like this one. This is this is a bop to me. You can't yes. help like moving your head to it. So I can't because I didn't. <laughs> he can't. He gave it his pea pea green highlighter on this one so uh but i give it a thumbs up okay yeah me too me too and thumbs down from eric thumbs right. down wow. sorry fair enough wow well eric tell us about why this is why by d mob and kathy dennis
track would later appear on Kathy Dennis's album Skyline. Carthy Dennis. Carthy? Kathy Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Carthy Dennis Act. is her father. <laughs> okay, yeah. Kathy Dennis, a Billboard Music and Grammy award-winning artist, performed the song in season three episode "A Night to Remember." Is that where the nine hundred two one zero crew is on the Titanic? Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Yep. And she appeared yep. in the original opening credits with Jason yeah. Priestley. <gasps> yeah. Wow. wow. Reached twenty four yeah. on the charts. Yeah. Whenever I think too. of "A Night to Remember," I think of High School Musical three. There's a song called "A Night to Remember." Oh. Eric thinks of the nineteen fifties Titanic. Titanic film. film. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know we had a 40-minute conversation about the Titanic over on the Elder Book Show. So we, we have not seen no, this episode no, yet. No, we, have, we haven't got to this episode yet. Okay. I didn't like this song. So didn't like this, it either. Was this on the album because it was like inspired by and then like, oh, you know what? Use that track? I'm not... I think they must have because she's actually this is one where she's actually like in the episode. Mm, so they, okay. they, they must have been that they knew this was happening right. and that's why it's on here. Yeah. Uh, hey... It's too repetitive. Hey, I think I like this song. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's too repetitive. I guess I liked it. Mm. What did Westy think? Uh, he said it was great. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Westy wow. and I kind of like Yeah, you that. and Westy. I mean, he yeah. hated that one that was a straight no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I yeah. don't know. It, after after kind of like two nothings and ones I didn't like, I was like, okay, why? Question mark. It's so repetitive. Uh, I, that doesn't mind me. It's songs. I mean, the beats, are, everything's repetitive conversations we have with humans are repetitive i did say it was a head bopper so. mm. oh a head bopper yeah. that's true but so head bopping in the car but not singing loud in the car correct mm. okay yeah. mm-hmm. okay like you bop until you're like wait mm-hmm. i can listen to other things and then you do you think listening to this you it. want to listen to kathy dennis or d mob separately i would probably <laughs> lean towards kathy dennis but it's, it's gonna be a no for me that's no. a thumbs down okay. thumbs down um, so what does it mean she appeared in the opening credits with Jason Priestley? That's just where she appeared in the... She's not like in the da-da-da-da, uh, da-da-da. No. Okay. You know, it might be... It might actually be the end credits again. Oh, okay. I'm trying to remember. It's been so long. So I it's think not maybe Jason Priestley and her like dancing. No, like she's, she's not reading dad. the names. Jason Priestley doesn't dance. <laughs> That's so. Starring Jason Priestley. <laughs> she's reading them all. Shannon Doherty. <laughs> I mean, that'd be fun. But. Yeah, I would. Okay. Next. All right. Next. Whose turn is it to, to speak? Give this one to it's Nick. It's me. Oh, Nick, go ahead. Time to be lovers by Michael McDonald <laughs> and Shaka Khan. So Michael McDonald, of course, from bands like Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers in a long, long-lasting solo career. Winner of five Grammy Awards, set to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with the Doobie Brothers in 2020. Really? Uh, in a duet with Shaka Khan, the queen of funk who has 10 Grammys, was the lead singer of Rufus, had a long solo career, and hit number one with her duet, Higher Love. Is that, that's the right Higher Love? Huh. I don't know. Could be. I hear Higher Love. Well, you know. Because there's a new version of that one on the radio right now, and I love it. But I don't think it's. You know what? I'm confusing Michael McDonald with Kenny Rogers. Because I'm thinking just uh, Islands in the my Stream. Condition. Oh, my condition okay. was in. Yeah, who sings Islands in the Stream? That is that's Kenny. That's Kenny Rogers' Dolly Parton. Okay, but it's actually uh, a Bee Gees song written by written by the Bee Gees. Hmm. So what are you gonna do? Um, all right. Well, let's let's just hear some of this.
here's the thing. When you see Michael McDonald and Shaka Khan, these are both very powerful voices. And I thought this song was kind of lackluster. It's very subdued. I didn't like it. It is. Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't either. either. I didn't yeah. either. I mean, it's, I mean, and it's hard coming after. I mean, I know I'm the only one that liked the other duet, but I think is, this one is much worse. In than 1992, the other one. is Michael McDonald the, an artist that like teens want on their television show soundtrack you know honestly i thought that too i was a little surprised by that and yeah. by the uh the the jody watley one was also surprising yeah, to it me it seems kind of like oh get a legacy singer on here i just don't know like how many yeah. like 17 year olds oh, are like Steel- michael mcdonald please steely dan I mean, is reeling in the years i knew yeah. i knew a steely dan song i like I mean, that song shaka khan i feel like was was having sort of like a hip, cool revival in the 90s. I really? feel like Shaka Khan was still cool. Michael McDonald, I don't think, is really... I mean, he's claimed to fame as, like, starting yacht, yacht rock. I don't really think that he was ever, like... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yacht it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it, it's, a weird, it's a weird placement here, and I, I don't think... Maybe it was just my expectations, but like I said, these are both two powerhouse voices, and th- um, for this song to just be very like low key, I didn't get. To, oh, you know what? Yeah, it's uh, the higher love we were just singing is Whitney Houston and Kyogo. Oh, that well, makes that's sense. the new. There's a new version out oh. that's like a well, remix like version. I love it, but that's Whitney Houston. So I don't know what Shaka Khan's higher love sounds like. Hmm. Not as good well. Let's find it out. I think it's. I think I want to say it's Shaka Khan and Steve Winwood. It's another duet. Sure. I can't. I can't remember. Oh no! All right. Good. All right. Uh, Are you playing? Final. It is the Boom. same one. Yeah, leave me alone. Okay. Well, I don't know who sang it. Who sang it first? Then. Keep doing your thing. Okay. <laughs> Eric's gonna look up who sang "Higher Love" first: Whitney Houston or Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan. Okay. Was it Shaka Khan? Love is a 1980 song by English singer Steve Winwood. Yeah. So. That's, that's this version, Steve Winwood and Shaka Khan. The female vocals on the song were performed by Shaka Khan. Yep. Also ah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a duet. Gotcha. All right. Wow. Uh, final, final track on the album that's not, you know, the theme song. Yes. Actions speak louder than words by, is it Tara, do you think, or Tara? I say, I would say Tara. Potato, potato. Tara Kemp. I've never heard of her. Um, But best known for Peace of My Heart and Hold You Tight. Don't know those. 1992 must be a blind spot for me here. (laughs) I guess so. To be fair, I was turning six. (laughs) All right, well. I was turning two. Let's hear some of Tara Kemp's uh, smooth sounds. That was a nice segue into the song, but how old were you in 1992? <laughs> I was nine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, old. <laughs> Sorry. I wouldn't have been allowed to hang out with you. <laughs> they would have been like, why is that nine-year-old hanging out with this six-year-old? What's wrong with that? No, nah, they, would, they would have all thought I was such a good influence on you. <laughs> all right. Is Nick, would nine-year-old Nick be into Action Speak Louder, Louder Than Words by Tower Kemp? Nine-year-old Nick would have been into like blue suede shoes. <laughs> so, so no so no so the same that's, as that's a no nick. yeah <laughs> nine-year-old nick was jamming to like love potion number nine uh-huh. <laughs> uh Co- kokomo by the beach boys oh sure mm-hmm. sure 
<laughs> not not Tara Kemp. No. Yeah. Um, I did want to point out that there is a 90210, a fan made 90210 music video to this song by TV Girl 9000 on uh, <laughs> on YouTube, and that's the way I watched it. And I mean, Kendra, don't watch it because it gives a lot of stuff away. But it was a Brenda Dillon uh, montage to ah. this song. So that made me like it a little more, but it wasn't enough mm. to save it because I find this song like very forgettable and also very redundant. I feel like she just has the same five lines like yes. over and over yes, again. Yes, she does. I liked it though. It this is a this is another get stuck in your head one for me. We really didn't agree on any song. No, we did. We no, agreed we did. on the one on was it why that we agreed? And I uh save no, I forgot. All, all the way to heaven, I think we all agreed on. No, I liked that one. one. Yeah, I, we did too. Oh, all the did way you? to heaven? No, yeah. I don't No, I he didn't, didn't like that, that one. one. Well, it's fine. The point is, I didn't like this song Oh, it's song Let either. Me Be Let me be Your Baby. That yeah, we, we all thought we all Let Me Be Your Baby was lame. That yeah, was, you're right. That was but it. yeah, I, right. I didn't care much for actually speak loud in the words. So is this song then not in the show? I, I really don't remember it. A lot of these tracks, like, you're listing the ones that say they were in certain episodes. A lot of them are that, like, inspired by 90210. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think it's a little more like that, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting, because that, like, really didn't become, like, like, movies started doing that, like, in the mid to late nineties yeah, and really like, I don't know, like ruined the, uh, the movie album in a lot of ways. So it's interesting <laughs> yeah. to see like 90210 doing this. So ahead of their well, time. Yeah. I think it was just, this is at a, this is at a time like season three, uh, is, is where, I mean, season two was, was a big boost, but I feel like season three is where it's really like becoming mm-hmm. a cultural phenomenon. And I think yeah. like it was, everywhere i mean the, the dolls the the mel gildan novelizations i think people were just hungry for like more content and so the cd mm-hmm. came out you know yeah what are you gonna do what are you gonna do all right finally uh nine the 90210 theme by john e davis now here's here's my thoughts on the well go ahead kendra you want to give us a little Here's here's what I think. If if you're making a compilation of like the greatest TV theme songs of all time and you don't put this on, you're either lying to yourself or you're ignorant. <laughs> you're crazy. So, <laughs> but this this theme so song is this theme this, song is fire. This theme song it, should be on the same album as Happy Days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yes. It's not yeah. going anywhere near my Happy Days theme song. You're crazy. Well, Eric, do you, do you remember the two? the two categories you have to fit in then either you're lying to yourself uh, or, or so we'll see um i thought <laughs> surely this man has written other theme songs and he has but nothing he wrote the theme songs for the shows nightingales burke's law and the wayans brothers hmm. so weird career yeah. for uh, johnny davis here um i don't like the version that's on here what did you think kendra yeah i don't like it as much as you know you want some real you... saxophone in there it's very synthy. The whole thing it is, feels like yeah. it's like you know, it doesn't. It yeah, it's not like real electric. I want to get Johnny like Davis a, a full orchestra, at least yeah. thirty six hours too. in the studio. I want, and I want him to do a full cinematic composition. boom. If you slow this track down, does it not sort of sound like the Law and Order theme? No, not at all. All right, I'll I'll see myself out then. <laughs> I know. I I know what you're saying. No, the... 
that part? It doesn't matter. The main. The sooner we're out of this, the better for me. Eric. Yeah. Eric, but what your what's your favorite Law and Order series? That's what I want to know. I don't have one. That's you don't have one. Those shows are too dark for me. SVU all the way. Oh, that's the darkest of them, Kendra. It's so good though. No, Mariska Hargitay and freaking what's his name? Chris Maloney. Yes. Do you know, Kendra? Do you know that they're doing a Chris Maloney spinoff now? Really? He hasn't been on that show in like a decade. I know, and they're, he has It's just been Mariska Hargitay holding I know. up the Hey, and, and Ice-T. Yes. Okay. I was Is disappointed. Ice-T still on it? Yeah, Ice-T's still on it. Is oh. the show still going? Oh, yeah. It is still going. Oh, it's, yeah, just it's, like Marish, it's just Mariska Hargitay, though. Oh, yeah. And, and Ice-T. Yeah. 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 And now it's it's uh, it's crossed over with all of the uh, Chicago shows, like Chicago oh, Fire, yeah. Chicago Med, and all that. Oh. So. You can't you can't kill a Dick Wolf franchise. It just comes back stronger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need a silver bullet. You need yeah. a silver bullet. <laughs> Bottom line, I love this theme song. But you don't I love did this version. I did not like the synth pop version mm-hmm. that they put on this soundtrack. And I don't know why they wouldn't just put the real version yeah, on it. I would, it can't be a rights issue. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe this was like the original version. It's the same thing. Like with a lot of soundtracks, you buy the the theme song and it becomes like either longer or there's like instrumental changes. Or like the Friends yeah. theme. If you buy the extended Friends theme, there's like dialogue from the show in it. So uh, there's it, just, yeah, they make interesting choices whenever they do that. I yeah. just made a TikTok recently and I used the 90210 theme. And this version is the only version that I could search for hmm. on TikTok and find. Maybe this it's is a probably, free version. <laughs> it's probably just the only one that's commercially available. Yeah. 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 Because it, it is on, I think I want to say it's on both of the of the soundtracks, at least for this mm-hmm. series. Um, and it, we'll so we'll see when we get there. For so long, the same in, version again in the '90s and early 2000s. If you were like downloading a theme song that had like, if the theme song played and they also had sound effects during the title sequence, you're the version you downloaded to listen to on its own would have those sound effects. Yeah, I hate that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, be grateful that you don't have, like, uh, Dylan being like, you don't know about my mom. <laughs> you know what? You know what frustrates me about soundtracks sometimes? When the soundtrack has the movie version that, like, doesn't end. Mm. Like it, like in Beauty the Beast, for example. Like, the Gaston song uh, in, the, in, the sh- in the movie doesn't resolve because he, like, leaves. But the soundtrack oh. does resolve. Yeah. But... The soundtrack for Coco has all the like in movie songs that don't end because it gets like interrupted, and so it's really irritating to listen to. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that is so. Yeah. Anyway, that that's not here. that's neither here nor there, I guess. Yeah, Coco is uh, a very good movie that everyone should watch. Kendra, did you have a nine hundred two one zero snap for this soundtrack? <laughs> for this soundtrack, uh, maybe just you know finding out that the lyrics to "I Just Want to Be Your Friend" were so yeah. That's so a, dirty. That's exactly what I was going to say. But, <laughs> yeah. That's my 902 and 0 Did snap. Did you have an like, oh, snap, wow. uh, Eric? I guess it's going to be the Vanessa Williams, Brian McKnight. Yeah. Just two powerhouses yeah. of True. the 90s You're coming right. together to, You're to right. do this end credits yep. love ballad. Yeah. Number one on the charts. Number one. I think that's, it. It's a number good one. song, <laughs> Absolutely. you guys. Yeah. All right. What's your overall verdict for this soundtrack? I say give it a listen. <laughs> I think if you were a 90s, an early 90s kid, you might find this music nostalgic. <laughs> Only 90s kids. <laughs> yeah. um, and if you're a fan of the show, I think it feels like 90210 music. Mm. So uh, if you're not a fan of any of those things, probably skip it. But listen to Love Is because I like that song a lot. <laughs> 
I thought it was interesting that it was I was I was expecting all of these to be like existing songs from other albums that they yeah. used for mm, the show. Sure. But in like every case, these were original to this soundtrack and then be much more expensive later. to do it the other way then. Yeah, yeah, it could be. So they were so what right, did you th- they wrote Just Wanna Be Your Friend just for this. Yeah. I guess so. Wh- who bucks. were they who were they I have no who idea was the song about? I don't know. Andrea and Brandon, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that's what we should have done we should have said which character was being called out in each song yeah. <laughs> love is for is that for Brenda and Dylan right. or for, or for uh, just want to be your friend could be Kelly and Steve as well oh, which one true. is uh, Andrea's song <laughs> oh, boy. Andrea's is there song. one about being sad and not a part of the main group just want to be your friend <laughs> you know what I guess yeah I guess we'd have to give her the uh, either either the Michael McDonald or the Jody Watley because <laughs> those those singers are at least ten years older than everybody else. On the list. <laughs> Eric, what is your verdict? What's your verdict well, on this? This is track? not the. I might I might rip uh, "Love Is" off this to put on my '90s playlist, but as somebody who has a '90s playlist on his iPod, uh, <laughs> th- this album lacked the. Uh, a lot of the pull I would want. Not a lot of these songs. I, I didn't find, like, I listened to 90s music still, and I didn't actually recognize many of these. So I wonder if I'm not as big of a 90s fan as I think I, I should be. I didn't recognize. Or if, like, maybe these all were just very deep cuts. Uh, you know, yeah. it kind of seems to me like they were trying to, outside of Shaka Khan, mm-hmm. uh, it seems like they were trying to go with, like, up and coming in a yeah, lot of ways. Yeah, you know, because it's super early in Paul Abdul's mm-hmm. career. Um the you know the the third eye blind precursor and all that it seems like that's what they were trying to do yeah. a little bit more of like get people on the come up so yeah. I, I, I i it's it's not totally fair for me to say this because i don't think any album for a show does this but if like these were all songs from episodes from specific scenes and like listening to them reminded you of these scenes that's one thing but when they're when they're all just like made for this album it's like well what is this what does this do yeah, for me? I agree. The CW soundtrack is much more connected to the episode. So when, when we get there years from now, uh, we can compare that that way. So what is your standout track for this one, Eric? For this one? Definitely Love yeah. Is. I think love Vanessa is. Williams okay. and Brian McKnight sound pretty good together. Okay. So, uh, and yeah, if I had to take, I mean, I didn't like a couple of songs, but I'd, I'd take that Just Want to Be Your Friend by Puck and Natty and throw it in the bin. Okay. So get rid of it. Oh, I okay. liked it. Get out of it. I'm Kendra, what, it. did you say your favorite? What's your favorite, Kendra? Just love, love is? Love is, yeah. See, okay. that doesn't make any sense. Because you say you like Just Want to Be Your Friend by Puck and Natty. You say it reminds you of Sugar Ray's Fly, and you hate Fly by Sugar Ray. I don't hate hmm. it. Yeah. But I told you it also reminds me of semi Charm Life. So... These are crazy. But okay. It's not crazy. Did your... Uh, Nick, did, uh, did your son have anything to say about the whole album? Or... Just the song per song. No, he didn't. He didn't really. He didn't really rate the whole thing, and it was kind of a mixed bag for him. Yeah. I think yeah, it was it like fifty-fifty. Like he, he, he disliked more songs than he liked. I think so. <laughs> he liked yeah. the pieces, not the whole. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yep. He says he says he likes songs that are kind of low and tense. Ooh, yeah. So, so you know. uh, Imagine Dragons. Yeah, I, yeah. He does yes. love Imagine Dragons, and he, he likes he likes Twenty One yeah. Pilots, right? Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are pretty tense. Wow. He's yeah. he's more hip than I. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I think... mean, you're, it's 2020, and you're still listening to the 90210 soundtrack. <laughs> That's true, and Blue Suede Shoes for heaven's Blue sake. Suede. So, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Do you think this would be improved if you had the vinyl for this? Oh, yeah, definitely. All things are, yeah. So probably. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't particularly like this album. 
I hadn't heard it before I got it for you, Kendra. Like this wasn't one that I listened <laughs> to as a kid or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I di- I, ha- I usually like when I'm reading the Mel Gildan novelizations in preparation for our episodes. I usually throw this on wow. and like have it have it in the background, so, kind of set the scene. As a super long time 90210 fan, yes. When you listen to this album, does it it does it feel like you're listening to the music of 90210? It doesn't really. Okay. I, I don't. I don't think so. Like listening to this didn't make me be like, oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see it. I mean, it, it's it's definitely you know of its time, you know, and it, I think it, I think it fits with it. But it, I wouldn't listen to this soundtrack and be like, that's the Nidal Two and O soundtrack. <laughs> <you know? laughs> right. Uh, standout track for me, the right kind of love by Jeremy Jordan. Okay. okay. I didn't that. see. Yeah. I didn't see it coming. Yeah. But I love uh, him on Supergirl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Have you seen uh, the new the new uh, newsies with him? No. no, I haven't. Me either. We're talking about that Jeremy Jordan, that not Jeremy this Jordan, right. Jeremy Jordan. Okay. <laughs> other. Okay. Other was he Jeremy. was other Jeremy Jordan in the original newsies? Hmm. Possible. <laughs> that I'll would check. be a fun. Crossover. That would be a great. Yeah, I would like to see that happen. The Jeremy Jordan verse. <laughs> uh, well. Um. Eric, right. do you do a lot of uh, do a lot of, do a lot of '90s video game music remixes over on Radio 64? I do. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of music coming from the Genesis and Super Nintendo. I'm much okay. more familiar with the Super Nintendo music than I am okay. the Genesis music, but I, lo- I love it all. Okay. So. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it sounds like you've got people pretty covered if they're looking for a '90s fix. They can pop over to Radio 64 or previously on X Men, where you guys are going through the X Men. Uh... Yeah, and Wait, you know what? What? Is this whole network just a 90s network? Well, did I, I just say, just... did I not realize movies, that? A lot of the movies we've watched on Three Nice Things are 90s mm. movies. And there's I something see. very special about those worse, those horrible 90s films that I don't think you yes. can replicate in any decade. I mean, you yes. watched uh, uh, Island of Dr. Moreau. There's no oh, way that movie about... is made in any let's other not decade talk about but it. the 90s. I'd rather leave that in the past. Yeah, yeah this is a very 90s-focused uh, uh Network. We yeah. watched uh, was, was Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers was the very first movie on Nineties. Wow. Nice that okay. is that is nineties. That is absolutely right. that's nineteen ninety three. All right. So well. All right. Okay. Well, Eric, where can people find you? <laughs> well, uh, I plug the things. I host and or co host most of the shows besides this one mm-hmm. on the Radio Meanwhile Network, so you can find me on those shows. Or Nick and I host uh, all the book show. Uh, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. We talk right. book news, author news, and literary news. Yeah. Yep. I'm Eric Michaels. <laughs> no, Eric. <laughs> oh, no. Podcast. Stop, stop. It's a great show. Uh, you also are on Twitch. I'm also streaming. on Twitch and YouTube under Dusk versus Tweak. So, Nick, what was the what was the last episode we just did for the All the Book show? Uh, it would have been Green Lantern. We did a focus on uh, yeah, Green Lantern, the comic book characters turning 80. We focused on yeah. John Stewart, mm-hmm. the Green Lantern. Not, not the from the Daily Show, Eric. Yeah, not I again. would say. Uh, you know, we like, also, I mean, but right, the episode right before that was our 250th episode. That's right. Wow. Where we talked about the new classics of books. Yeah. Which books are the new, which the new classics? Came to together nicely. Yet. That was a that was a heavy topic, and but I think it yeah. came together nicely. So yeah, it was I. Fun. I I was glad to say. Yeah, right. so was listen, that to, the episode listen we talked to Eric about and I over there. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think that's a Titanic-centric yeah. episode. Wow, that's yep. a lot of episodes, guys. Yeah. Uh, Kendra, what about you? I know I've seen some 90210 swag popping up. You where have. can people find you? I made, uh, uh, well, on MissMusicBox.com is where I uh, sell my crafts. I did just make a 90210 shirt that has all of the gang's names 
on it. Uh, it was it's a, it was a hot pink shirt, but I could make it, you know, whatever color you'd like. Uh, I think I it thought, turned out pretty well. I was pretty happy with it. The way that you put Scott and then put a line through it, I thought that was too dark. I just <laughs> I would never do that. I just wow. thought that was too I'm gonna dark. Make a, I'm going to make a shirt with Scott's face on it that says never forget. I just, <laughs> too soon. Okay, too soon. All right. uh, you can also find me, I'm Miss Music Box 91 on the social medias. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you know what? Uh, I was on the episode. I, I was. I wasn't on. I was listening to you guys talk about the Scott episode. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode where Scott shoots himself yeah. uh, by accident. Accidentally. And yeah. it's one nice that I didn't have it spoiled for me like Kendra did. Yeah. So that was a surprise for me. But also when Dylan was at the funeral, I was like, "Who is this?" And Brenda's like, "You know who this is." I was like, "I'm with Dylan. <laughs> who is this kid? <laughs> is he a regular?" <laughs> So yeah, yeah, that was sad. yeah. Poor Scott. It was, <laughs> it was, it was uh, some high drama there in the early yeah. days of Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, and for more high drama, you can join us as we continue our 90210 discussion next mm-hmm. week with episode 3.7, "Song of Myself," and 3.8, "The Backstory." Any sizzle about those two episodes? Well, it's senior year, baby. <gasps> senior We're, uh, year, baby. Yes, yes, it is. Last so exciting times, high. exciting times. And some some of the most iconic, most quoted uh, things from 90210 are fast approaching. Nice. So keep an eye out for some of these uh, some of these big big uh, series milestones. Eric, do you want to take us out? What do I say? <laughs> oh, uh, 9021, Here we go. Yeah.